We are excited to have you guys on the show. We're just doing another live stream today. We're going to cover some fun questions that I get out here in Jackson, Wyoming. And some will be just some fun random things that people have asked about when we are out fishing, guiding, hiking, biking, you name it. Just fun stuff. And then a couple will be real estate related. Oh, there we go. So I think we are good to go. Welcome to the show. Super happy to have you guys on here. And uh, we are live right here from the studio. Laurel Talk with Yancey. I am Yancey Perkins. I'm the uh, founder and co-host or host, I guess you would say. Not even the co-host. I, I say co-host because I'm down here looking at this stream yard. And I've got three different angles and they're all me. So I guess I'm all the co-host today. <laughs> we are having a lot of fun learning all the uh, process and uh, the limitations with what we're dealing with, and we're having some fun with it. But let's dive right into these, um, answering some specific questions that we have, all right? Number one, this is a fun one. Try to laugh a little bit. Don't take it too serious, but I have had people ask me, when do the moose, oh, I'm sorry, let me rephrase it. It's when do the elk turn into moose? That's what they had asked. They People had thought that as deer matured, this is how it all went. I'm driving, I'm just in my car driving along, and they start talking. And what they ask me is, we know that the deer, you know, as they get older, they, they turn into the elk. But at what point do the elk, because their antlers are so different, that they become moose? Like, they want to know how old they were when that happened. And I gently tell them that it's about seven years old. And then we just keep on driving. And then that's what they go and tell all their friends. When they go back home, that elk turned into moose at around six years old. Now, shame on me for that, but it is fun when you're driving around and people have ideas. And you just kind of let them go with it and have a good time. You know, there's nothing, no harm in it. They're going to find out sooner or later that deer are deer, elk are elk. And moose are moose, and they're all different animals, and they do not turn into one another like some wild sci-fi show. So, elk do not turn into moose. For those that might be wanting to ask me that question, they do not, I promise. And I'll uh, later on, I'll probably try to share my screen. Let me see if I can jump on here real quick. I'll just pull up uh, some fun stuff. I'm sure there's some footage out there we can just find on... Uh, Let's just go to my own personal Instagram, and I'm going to log in here. So for all of you that are following along on the podcast, I will try to describe some of the images. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go to my Instagram. I'm just going to type in moose and see what kind of images come in. Brief moment while look. Yep, perfect. So I'm going to... Slide over to StreamYard onto this little zone here and see what I can do for sharing my screen. If you guys give me a brief moment. And uh, the topic we're covering right now, this simple question that I've been asked is, when do elk become moose? And the answer is never. We're just about here. Here we go. That should pop right up on the screen. Look at that. You even get to see both angles of me today. I'm here. This is my office. You can see I've got my 
split board behind me. I'm letting it dry out. We had snow. We're going to be talking about that later on. <clears throat> All right. So on the screen here, you can see this beautiful image of a moose. And what the people were asking and what they thought was right here. I don't see if you can see my hand cursor. For those of you, again, on the podcast, I've got an image of some bull moose with their big antlers. And these, they look like paddles. We call them paddles. The size of their paddles are fanned out and, uh, you know, kind of almost like a big giant hand. Whereas elk have a standard, just, you know, widespread antlers that are skinnier looking compared to what a moose's paddle. And here in this image, there's a bull moose standing there. He's got some weeds hanging on his head from thrashing around probably during the rut. I'll see if I can even find a few more here. Yeah, another same image. So I'm just describing the image people that can't see us when they're on Instagram. Now an elk has, if you're not familiar, you know, more of a, a, a slender rack compared to a moose's paddle. You know, standard set of antlers. So people were asking because they thought that elk would turn into moose. And this is uh, not the case. So a moose is a moose, an elk is an elk, and a deer is a deer. And they never swap and change, mutate into one another. I'm going to take a quick look and see if I can pull up elk. Just so people that don't know, I know a lot of people don't know what an elk is. I would just like to, maybe I should hashtag elk. I'm not sure. So the social media game, I'm not really, there we go. Hashtag elk. If you get onto Instagram and you can slide up, if you're seeing the video version of this, you'll see. The big difference there. Look at that. That is a nice, you know, set of antlers. And there's a young man who found a, a matching set there. Let me see if I click it. It can get a little larger. But that is the difference between an elk and a moose. As far as their set of antlers and, and a moose paddle, you know, they're just like your big hands kind of holding out. And, uh. I don't know. It's hard to really describe it in words for someone who's just listening on a podcast. But if you need to Google the word elk, Google the word moose, and you will see exactly what we're talking about for those who are not fully aware of it. I don't even know who this fellow is. It's just um, you can type in hashtag elk also on Instagram and see some pretty good pictures of it. All right. We're going to shut that down for a minute. So the second question I want to talk about today is the Snake River. A lot of people are familiar with the Snake River, mostly from Evil Knievel jumping up and over the wild canyon portion of it. I'm sure, I think one time he didn't make it. I don't really remember the whole, for those of you who don't know Evil Knievel, before X Games, there was just this wild dude with a crazy outfit from the 70s jumping over all kinds of wild stuff on his uh, motorcycle. Nowadays, uh, what these kids do, you know, they make, they dwarf what he was pulling off. 
but the equipment's impressive. But the Snake River, a lot of people like to know where the Snake River flows out to. So the Snake River begins up in Yellowstone, the headwaters of the Snake River. If you drive up into Yellowstone, you'll see it's a trickle. If you you you'll just towards the entrance, you can cross you know the Snake River, hike on up there a ways, and you'll see where it begins. And it meanders all the way down through Wyoming. It heads on into Idaho, makes its way into, I believe, Oregon, and then out into the Columbia River. And uh, the, where it runs into it is in Idaho, uh, over by Orofino, that direction, Lewiston. And it runs into the Columbia River and flows out into the ocean on uh, the Oregon coast right there. So that is what the snake does. And they want to know the reason for the name snake. Some people say it's because it has snakes on it. And yes, I've seen tons of garter snakes and snakes up here in uh, the Yellowstone area. I've seen hundreds of snakes balled up and hanging out, you know, in the sunshine as I've been fishing along, hiking up there. And uh, I'm sure there's rattlesnakes as you go down into Idaho and off and through, you know, all the other places out there. So they called it the Snake River from, they think, and some people say it, and the lure is that the Indians called it the snake because of the snake. Other people say it's because of the path it takes, where just snakes all around the um, state of Wyoming and Idaho and heading on into the Columbia. So there are a couple of reasons people call it the snake. I just call it the snake because that's where I have to meet everybody when I go take them fishing. It's one of my main rivers that I fished as I was guiding and one of the main rivers that I love to fish on my days off. I have a ton of other places, but we'll keep those secret. But the Snake River begins in Yellowstone, up in the headwater, you know, up in Yellowstone there, and meanders its way and carries water all the way down through into the Columbia River and then out into Oregon. So that is the other question that people get. And I'm going to pull up the Snake River and show you a couple Images here on I'll just use Instagram. It seems to be working pretty good here. Just sharing my screen screen. Let's see what comes up. Well, there you go. Starts in the Tetons. Or it should you know been yellow so I'm flowing through the Tetons. Let's see. I'm gonna share my screen here. Give me just a moment. And again, for those of you, I will do the best I can to describe the image. <laughs> I'm having fun learning this new uh, program here. is uh, pretty fun. It's, there's a lot of buttons and I'm still just learning how to navigate this thing. <laughs> I'm all over the place. That is not a wonderful scenario. We're just going to bounce around for those who are getting the visual. I apologize ahead of time. Restaurants, reservations. I can't stress this enough. I know it's a small town, a mountain town. People think when they're coming out here that 
life is uh, going to be super different, you know, it, which it is. However, everybody's compacting into town. So you're going to get here. You're going to be hungry if you're on vacation. Set yourself up with a reservation. We will dive into the different restaurants and different styles and different places that you can eat. But right now, we just want to cover a specific skill. And this skill is when you're hungry and you want to eat and you just showed up on vacation or you're coming here, you know, with friends that are coming to visit or you own a home or you bought a home or you're going to buy a home. The restaurants all need to have reservations. Maybe not so much in the off-seasons, which are much smaller than they used to be. The off-seasons used to stretch quite a bit. But do yourself a favor, make the reservations, and enjoy yourself. And when it comes to summertime, part of this same specific skill I want to teach you about being able to you know, be accommodated to the things that you need and want to do, all the outdoor activities, they require you know, a little little planning ahead. If you want to be with the best guides, if you want to be with the best companies, or if you want to get the best private tours, you want a reservation. And as you move here and live here, get to know yourself a guide really, really well. You know, hire the same guide over and over if you like them, if him or her. If you enjoy them and you enjoy their company, Build a relationship with these people because down the road, as you're living here, with this new skill you're going to learn, is it takes time for everybody to develop that relationship. And when it's right and everything connects, the town of Jackson will open up at a whole nother level than if you were just, you know, paying money for guides, paying money for this, and expecting, you know, the return on, uh, you know, what you're paying for. There's a huge difference between actually becoming friends with your guides or the people that you get to know in town and the rest of the world opens up real, real magical in Jackson, Wyoming that way. Probably all the other places as well as you go that way. Keep that, use that, and uh, that'll be for you. Enjoy the rest of the day. I want to share with you now just what we had going on out here. It was snowing all day and i've been playing indoors but now i'm going to go head out and uh, do a little you know snowboarding it's late but i'm gonna bring my headlamps get out there go have some fun get some exercise it'll be quiet there won't be anybody out there and i'll enjoy it all to myself but we've got a lot of new snow and a lot more snow coming so for those of you who that have been waiting for the snow for Jackson, Wyoming. It is officially dumping right now. And the backcountry's looking better. The mountains looking better. I know it's good because I haven't heard from anybody today. So I know they've all been skiing. So things are looking nice. The day has been full of snow. What we have for our future for the week is a bunch of snow. And then it looks like spring's going to start showing up. So enjoy what you can. Have a blast. Take the time to reach out with me if you're thinking about, you know, Jackson Hole or you're thinking about moving or, you know, you got property to sell that fits within the luxury outdoor recreational, you know, real estate, you know, niche that I focus on. Reach out to me. I'll have a link down below. It'll send you over to a video that I have where I talk about if you're looking to sell your property, 
if you're looking to buy property, you know, anywhere, I'm trying to build the, um, I'm not trying, I am building uh, an incredible, large network of like-minded people for the luxury outdoor recreational market. Take the time, watch the video, hit the links below. I'll get dialed up. We can begin, you know, begin our relationship. So yeah, let's see, where's that video going? It might be either here, you click the video there, or you click the video here, but that's the one you want to see. That'll get you directly in touch with me, and we'll be able to help each other out and have an absolutely great beginning and making you the most informed seller and buyer in your areas. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great day.